How do you start a podcast? I don't know. How do you, man? Hello. Hello. What hey. did you say there? I said, I don't know, man. How do you? Oh, I don't man. know. What did I say? <laughs> We're going to have to go. I don't know. How do you? I, I don't think I said anything appropriate. Hey. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your Humbly. Life. Humbly. Humbly, it's the best. Humbly. Humbly speaking, speaking. it is the Humbly. best. We have a new logo, John. We do. Yeah. We had a little contest, and it's, it's great. It was a great. I, love it. I, uh, I should have remembered to look at the look at the person's name. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll call her out here. But uh, yeah, we had some uh, we had some great art sent our way and chose a really great uh, really great picture. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, you know what I realized today, John? What did you realize? Uh, today is is election day. Oh, you just realized that you're wearing an I voted sticker. I, I'm wearing an I voted sticker. I, it's from last time we we. You kept it on your sweat, your <laughs> shirt the whole time. I realized Never that. Washed it. Um, actually, the last time there was <clears throat> voting, uh, we were we were doing the podcast for the primaries. Yeah. So here we are. We we've, yeah. we've made it through a, a small selection of uh, an election cycle. Isn't that exciting? That's pretty exciting. It's exciting. Um, Look at us. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> we've gotten so big. <laughs> uh, how you doing, John? How was your? Uh, pretty good. How was how was the house? Tell me about the house. What have you guys done so far in the house? We put up some pictures the other day, and Laura is kicking butt on the bathroom. So uh, yeah, is that the thing you master bathroom? The ma- oh, your master bathroom. Oh, I'm sorry, the primary bathroom. The primary bathroom. Right. What are, what is she doing in the bathroom? Uh, she's we finished the floor, and now she's all the wallpaper is off. There was like this tiny little section that was there for forever. And we were like waiting to get to it for a long time. She finally got to it. It's great. Uh, and then painting. Painting's next. And uh, painting our the walls and then also the cabinetry in there. So I can't it's wait. It's gonna look really nice. I yeah. Can't wait to see it. it used to be um, leaf wallpaper. Gr- <laughs> yeah. Green leaf. I don't know. They they were really into like leaves and such. And I was like, all right, whatever. Tweet your own then. But not our style. It was like a really big. What, did like a middle-aged white woman live there with all the like was there pumpkin spice and leaves? And no, party? no. They, they, it was the original owners though, so they were there from like oh, the seventies yeah, on. So it's probably pretty big in the seventies, and then they just never changed. Yeah, they're right on, dude. Yeah, um, I have the name. I have the name. Um, so uh, Meredith Bartell, uh, Mar- uh, Deacon Mark Lagreve's daughter. Yeah. Um, no, no uh, preference given to her. <clears throat> no. Um, it was just a really sick. It was really drug. sick. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much, Meredith. Uh, very much. If you ever want to be in the show, come be on the show. We'd love to have you on. Yeah. But um, no, how, how you been? I, I I'm I'm tired today. I'm tired today, but uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. You know, fall is fall. It was Halloween. I love fall. I mentioned that multiple times. And uh, I we're getting to the point in the year where. While the rest of it seems the country wants to immediately transition into Christmas, which I get, like everybody right. loves Christmas, I love Christmas. Um, it it is hard for me to like stay in fall mm-hmm. and wait until Advent to really start to celebrate the Christmas season, to decorate, sure. to start listening to Christmas music. Um, and as the weather gets <clears throat> colder, the leaves have finally all gone off of the tree. We're in this interesting time of what I like to think of as, as like silence, mm. especially from like 
which isn't as bad as as the silence from the octave of Christmas to the beginning of Lent. Mm, sure, like February, it's the worst month. February is the worst, man. It, it's like cold. cold. There's yeah. like no like Valentine's Day is there, but like uh, yeah, I'm not really a big Valentine's person. It's like whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Luckily, we've married. Is Laura big in a Valentine's Day? Uh, not really. I mean, like we'll do a nice dinner or something. But it's like in like we don't have to like go out to dinner and gifts or anything like that. We just you know have a nice dinner in glass of wine. I think that's what we did last year. Not yeah, just, so we yeah. we are super lucky to both marry women that aren't like super into Valentine's Day. But dudes, I don't care what your girlfriend says. I don't care what your fiance says. I don't care what your wife says. She wants flowers. See, flowers. Laura does not. No, no. I think she's not a flower person. I can tell you that. She okay. Last year, I got her one the one single rose. She has told me this. She's like, if you're gonna buy me a flower, just get one. I don't want the bouquet. I just want one single rose. So last year, got her one single rose because like I gotta get you something. She's like, fine, one rose. I was like, okay. See, see, but you still got her flowers. That's right. I got her one. I think I think your your wife is the exception of the rule. We're not going to use exceptions to okay. prove the rule. That is, yeah, um, it's like fair. Pro-choice advocates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we always, we always, we always, always get your your significant other flowers. Girls love flowers. Um, I don't care. She's flowers like, over chocolate. Or yeah, you can't go wrong with either. Yeah, because like most chocolate from the store that most guys are going to get because they're going to be like, look, it's chocolate. No, because most of that chocolate's awful. If you're going to get chocolate, get good chocolate. Good chocolate. Get good chocolate. Yeah. Don't get like the, you know, or like those, uh, I don't know, what are those uh, hearts? The the candy hearts that are oh, like, they look right. like no. Tom antacids. Oh. It kind of oh, tastes the like them too. ones with the like. Yeah, don't get those. Yeah, no. That's no. Unless you're in like middle school or something like that. Like, no. Yeah. And yeah. then you like pick out the specific scenes, for right? Person. Super cute. Uh, anyway, so we're in this uh, time of silence, not as long as this time of silence from the octave of Christmas, mm. because Christmas goes for eight days, um, right? To Lent, <clears throat> but this um, time of silence from All Saints Day, All Souls Day, Halloween, not in that order, <laughs> to <laughs> Advent, to Thanksgiving, to Advent. Um, and there's a good thing there because Advent teaches us to prepare and right. to wait, and some and part of preparing for Christ's coming, whether it's in the nativity or um, at the end of time, is waiting. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a goodness to to waiting, but I find it increasingly harder um, to to wait a little longer. I was having a separate topic, uh, but I did want to uh, to to introduce our guest. This is a Something that we've um, waited for. I don't know. She's been waiting since been waiting. you and I had yeah. the conversation that we were going to start the podcast. Right. Um, She's like, I'll do it. I was like, all right, let's have one day, person on. The day, which was my last day teaching. Yep. April. My start date is tonight. It was 20th, April 25th. So um, April 22nd, uh, April mm. 23rd. Well, Somewhere around there. Yeah, April 22nd was my last day teaching. So we, and by we, my wife, myself, you, John, and your wife, mm-hmm. Laura, and our guest today, Julia, who is your sister-in-law. Correct. Uh, Laura's sister. Right. Um, we got together at Ryan's. Great place. 
Great food. Great, great food, great place. Love Ryan's. Um, Shout and that's Ryan's. when I asked you specifically if you would be my partner in crime for the podcast. I was like, sure, I guess. And I think you're I think you've regretted <laughs> <No>. that decision. <laughs> I don't. No regrets, man. Not even um, a single letter. And and uh that we got the title we had the title that that day and and uh yeah. Julia was a big, big advocate for it. She was super excited about it. Super excited that I took your cover photo. And I do recall going to the Waldo site. You guys remember this? We were setting this all up and you're like, "Go find some microphone like cords or something." Oh yeah, like that. you had, you helped us uh kind of test out the equipment and we didn't think yeah and we didn't yeah. think the court wait what was it again <laughs> do you want to look at him the the crate is still here is it still, <laughs> oh no oh we gotta no. we gotta return that yeah, yeah you really <laughs> probably do. for like I'm pretty sure I promised some point go back well it's well. been uh since another election day so, so. i crawled through the <laughs> confessional for you guys so i was very dedicated and we're not yeah. even using the, info, the stuff you got so. <laughs> um, all good so I was, uh, so I was having a conversation recently after Life Teen. Julia, you were there. Yes. Um, because Julia does uh, Life Teen with with my wife and I. It's super great. Um, so the warming shelter just just opened. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's at the uh, Presbyterian Church. One of our brother knights is like spearheading a lot of volunteer hours for that. Nice. Uh, so definitely. Uh, contact uh, the parish office if you want to help with that. Um, and F- Father Matt and I were having a conversation about how, s- at least as, as Americans, um, we do try to get rid of problems because we want to fix them in their entirety, right? Sure. So if someone is asking for help, um, a lot of our priests, or all three of our priests, will take calls from people who are in need all the time. Our parish mm-hmm. takes calls from people who are in need all the time. Same thing with, I'm sure, many of the churches in our in in the city. How if somebody asks for assistance once, there's kind of this feeling like, oh, you already asked us for, like, help. And how weird that is. Mm-hmm. That, you know, like, we think, oh, we helped you one time. The problem should be away. Um, and I kind of related related it to confession Mm -hmm. so when we go to the confessional to confess our sins whether you know it's just our normal um we of course pray that it's no sins that we don't have to go to confession um but even you know if it's moral sins venial sins whatever um and we go to the when we go to the confessional we're seeking help correct christ's mercy through uh the through the priest whatever whatever the priest is is there and never and i've been i haven't been a catholic for too long john so maybe you can (laughs) tell me uh in the five years that i've i've been catholic um i have never gone into a confessional and the priest is like oh i helped you last week (laughs) (laughs) it's never a waste of his time no i've never i've never heard last month (laughs) why are we helping you again one of my uh, good friends down in southeastern Wisconsin, uh, Tom. He went to confession and then forgot, like I said, and he didn't have to go back. But he's like, "Oh, I forgot to say that." And he went back. He's like, "Forgive me, Father. It's been five minutes." <laughs> and then and the priest, I think he was joking, but he's like, "I've heard shorter." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was pretty I funny. Ask, do you know if it was mortal? Uh, 
Wow, no. Julia, oh, wow, I don't know. Well, I didn't ask him. How would you ask that? I have no idea. If it's mortal, you have to. But if it's right, yeah, I don't think it was. But I mean, I think he just was like he just felt like it. I don't know. Idea. I don't know. I didn't ask. Like, what'd you do? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I don't ask people that. You know, clarifying. It's kind of a personal. But but like how how important is that to us? That whenever we need Jesus's mercy in the sacrament of mm. reconciliation, we're not turned away. Right. Like priests don't turn away people for their confessions unless right. they're like not sorry for them. In which case, like that, those are few and far between. Yeah. Um, I think maybe one priest I know has has told me that, and they're like, the person wasn't sorry for their sins, so they're like, well, can't give you real absolution, <laughs> so. You know, that's a, you can't have to be sorry becomes, for it. Of course, it. that becomes a, a conversation. Yeah. About like, okay, why are we, you know, why are we here? Right. Um, but no priest is going to turn you away. I, the only time I've ever like heard of a priest, like telling somebody no when asking for a confession is they're about to say mass. Oh, like you're catching like, me at oh, the hey, worst hey, time possible. Hear a confession, like, Hey, I'm about to go to mass. Like catch me after mass. Catch me after. Right. You know, catch me outside. That's fair. <laughs> catch me outside. Have you ever been to a mass where they have confessions going on at the same time? Yeah, because I've been to Latin mass. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes a and no. Wild experience, but yeah. Wild. Wild. There must be two priests there at the same time, then, eh? I think it's some bigger like parishes. I think like uh, Notre Dame might have like whether it's in Montreal or, or some of the European churches. I think that's also more a little bit more common because there are more yeah. priests. Sure. So, like, if a priest is saying mass, you know, another priest might be hearing confession. Yep. Mm. You know, because, I mean, like, even I think in either form, like, your participation isn't like absolutely necessary. Sure. So, like, sure. you can go to confession. Um, but of course, you want to you want to stay for the mass because we get all the good things from the mass. All good things. All good things. Uh, for sure. So, yep. um, that's my, that's my deal. So, um. Julia, we're super excited to to have you on. Um, super excited. I think to be you're here. the. We've had people on who have said they're fans. Um, Jacqueline has told us she's a she's a fan. Shout yeah, out to for Jacqueline. sure. Um, I think you're our first super fan. Super fan. Super really? fan. Right from the beginning, day one. From yeah, How do from you well, that? a day one. Get closer to the mic when you speak, please. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> I, I kept it. And I can, I can, I, I can give you a little bit of crap because we know each other really well. Um, that's fair. Not the so first time that's ever happened. You are the only person that I know of that listens to the episodes multiple times. Occasionally, yes, <laughs> I'm uh, guilty, and sometimes I'll speed it up to like put on just to see what people would sound like. So I think it was Fowler Ben's episode with you guys, and I put it on like maybe two times speed just to nice. hear it. it. Sounded great. And by great, I mean you sounded like chipmunks. Yeah, nice. I, <laughs> my my brother, I don't think listens. Uh, he might actually <laughs> um, listens to the podcast. So like when we were really young, my brother and I were really young. Um, you ever take like a, a tape recorder? Oh like, yeah, we would make our own radio shows like on the tape recorder. That's awesome. <laughs> we would play like music on the tape recorder, and then we would play it back. Like oh look at us, we have this thing. But we would also like you could record yourself at different speeds. So <laughs> we had a guest, quote unquote, <laughs> a guest that would come on the show who we would speed up. We would speed up the voice. So it sounded like uh, <laughs> this other guy who's a chipmunk, like our buddy the chipmunk, <laughs> is, is on the show. Um, and we had this ad 
uh, for for lamps. I don't know why, but it was we called them Schwarzenheimer's lamps, <laughs> and they were a big uh, sponsor of the of your the fake, show. Show. fake nice. show. Nice, I love show. it. And you know, this is the type of imagination and boredom that kids need to have. These I days. agree. Yeah. Man. I agree. Imagination's good. It's wholesome. Yes, that yeah. was that was that was a lot of fun. So. Um, you're the first like super fan. I'm really, really happy to have you on. Man, I feel like the pressure's um, on. The a little bit, a little bit, but not really. <laughs> okay. Because, um, and I'm sure John can. Uh, and when I was thinking about having you on, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about what we were going to ask you and what your story was going to be, because um, I'm really excited for it because I've seen how much you've grown in just a couple of years. Like I just thinking about it made me want to tear up a little bit. Uh-huh. Oh. Super oh. Cute, right? um, Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of funny because like you're like you're my brother-in-law. So like this is normal. John. Yeah, John's my brother-in-law. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm John. <laughs> I am John. Yeah. So um but Sorry. you've got a you've got a cavalcade of notes. You've got um you've had a lot of time to think about what you would yeah. say. I remember when we first, when I first asked you to be on the show in September, it was on like Labor Day. Um, you were already telling me that you were thinking about how you would answer questions that we would ask you. So, um, no pressure, um, but everyone's expecting this to be the greatest episode of all time. Humbly, 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 humbly speaking, speaking humbly. the greatest <laughs> episode of all time. Because you're, um, so Pretty you're cradle Catholic. I definitely am. Yep. Uh, and I love having cradle Catholics on the show because I want to know. How? Good there you go. Question. So that's my first question. Okay. No, just you <laughs> go ahead. Go, go ahead with you. From you the brought beginning. the notes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. In the beginning. <laughs> no. So, yep. Like you said, I'm a cradle Catholic, um, born and raised in Manitowoc. Um, I'm the youngest of three girls. So, for reference, John's wife Laura is my older sister, and then I have an oldest sister Anne, um, and. Uh, I will say, I think most of all of this cradle Catholicness, I guess, kind of like that was a start. And then I formed by a couple things. I went to Catholic school literally my entire life, like preschool to college, and I wouldn't change that for the world. It was awesome. Um, (laughs) In like true Catholic way, was it the same building? Actually, no. So interestingly enough, I started my preschool was at the Grand Site and Oh, rip. there was a big thing before you got to Cabrini if you were like the uh, DeSales or Xavier person. So it was like when those two worlds combined, because back then it was DeSales and uh, Xavier. And then y'all met at Cabrini. And that was the middle school, which now is Rock High Middle School. But um, yeah, so different building. But then I ended up at DeSales um, since it's literally a minute from my house. Um, and we all went there. Afterward, we went on to Cabrini. Um, and then Ron Colley High School. And then I ended up at St. Norbert College, like both my older sisters. I did look at other schools, was also Marion University, so also Catholic, but um, just felt a really strong connection to St. Norbert, kind of that history and tradition um, that, you know, I had a lot of family that went there. Uh, Mom took some master's theology courses there um, and grandpa went there too, even. So um, that was just like a strong, strong pull to St. Norbert. But I'm kind of backing up. So outside of school, I will say that like growing up cradle Catholic, I mean, it was a lot due in fact to my mom. So my mom was really that, as my dad would call her, the glue or the rock 
actually of faith in our family. Um, shout out to Donna. Shout out to Donna. Shout out to Donna. <laughs> John, you, you and my mom, you know. We bond. You bond. Donna, yeah. yeah. Donna P. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just made that super Shout out weird. to Donna. Sorry. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. Um, but yeah. She is while on the treadmill, most likely. Probably. <laughs> doing her St. Michael chaplet. Always. Donna, Always. We'd, we'd love to have you on the show for five minutes. <laughs> That might just be five. Get. <laughs> just think about it, Donna. Just five minutes. Just think about it. This is your call. Okay. But going back. So, um, yeah. So family was really like the, I guess, the domestic church, like they say, right? It's huge. It's important. And my story really speaks to that because um, we had this tradition in my family. John, you weren't around for this. So apologies. You would have really enjoyed I know it. this tradition. Yeah. So our tradition was that every weekend when we went to mass together my sisters my parents my grandparents um we and even my uncle um we would go to mass and then we would go to either dinner or if it was sunday morning um in the days that we did joy choir um rip joy choir that was super fun um you guys had vicky leonard's on right yeah we yeah i yeah. mean i knew that when i asked that so when you yeah. had her on she did joy choir um nice. uh, with love vicky Roxanne Dyzak was the leader, I want to say. It was so great. And I think that's what got me really started and my sisters in music and singing and um, that being a part of our ministry. But um, we would always go to dinner after four o'clock mass. It was either Tony's Pizza or um, oh, where else would we go? Culver's. It ended as at Culver's, uh, funny enough. I was kind of part of the tradition. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Because were- like, I feel like it ended with COVID. I think we like, stopped going to dinner. It was slightly before that. Yeah, like before that. Because I remember going to Culver's. Yeah. Yeah, you were yeah. around for a little bit of that. Yeah. But that was toward the tail end. But it right. was, yeah, it was uh, Tony's and AI. It would progress from there. But when we were little, um, Sunday brunch after Sunday mass, 10.30 a.m. at Grand, and then go hit up brunch at Perkins or something. It was great. Um, so that was just always the tradition. Uh, as a kid growing up, I mean, I knew the importance of faith and like going regularly to mass on the weekends. But I think um, I hit a certain point, um, and this is really where my mom plays a key part. Um, I mean, obviously throughout all of formation, because she's just an example throughout it all. But um, she would always invite. She was never pushy. Um, she'd be very persistent in her invitations. But um, daily mass during the summers, there used to be... Um, while ago a seven fifteen a.m during the summers i want to say um probably during the whole year i was just a kid so that's all i remembered summer um but yeah mom would invite us we'd go to waldo seven i'm like yeah i'll go with mom so like every day in the summer i would go to morning mass with her and i remember distinctly um this will kind of play into further down the road in my story with confirmation but um it was the feast day of saint maria Gretti, um and you know there's that stained glass mm-hmm. right up front in church and it was the feast day, so they were talking about her story in the homily. Um, and I just remember saying, oh, that pretty lady, like, that's an amazing story of forgiveness. And wow, how cool. So I was like, that's going to be my confirmation saint. And it ended nice. up being that. So nice. that was just one tidbit. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yep. So um, that was that was pretty much that. Um, kind of mentioned before, but like, I would say I learned from mom's example um, now in her testimony of... Um, not being able to go um, through the tough times without the Lord. Like, that was really what got her through everything. So, naturally, like, as I grew up, that was something that, like, I would go to my mom for advice. And she's like, 
well, you need to stay close to the Lord. And that just that just really drew me into a strong relationship with God. And my mom wasn't just like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to best say this. Not like the fruitcakey kind of like, yeah, Jesus loves you, kind of whatever. Like, she had the hardcore theology in her background too. So like studying um, those master's courses and um, she even worked for the parish a while back. Like, actually her and dad did a lot of what you and Elizabeth do now back when they started dating. So I always think that's kind of funny. Um, so like RCIA for adults she did, but they also did some youth ministry with like seventh graders and all of that. So mom and dad did that together before they got married. Um, Luckily, that's where I draw the line. I would <laughs> not work for the parish. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she she definitely enjoyed it. Um, my dad made a comment about being with seventh grade boys. That's, you know, a challenge. But you would yeah. know that, Cameron. <laughs> it doesn't get easier as they get older. No. I uh, just want to clarify. I would not work for the parish because my wife works for the parish. And I don't want to work in the same place as my wife. Yeah. I love the parish. I figure. That's I how give, I interpret it. I give, a, I give very willingly and happily yes. uh, lots of hours of my life to the parish. <laughs> uh, I just don't want them to pay me for it. Right. Definitely. Well... So that was a little bit about that. But yeah, really, truly, my mom got me through a lot of stuff and she was a great example. So shout out to Donna P for that. But um, yeah, you can't I, call her that. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't. Sorry, Johnny started it. Youth disrespect. I know, man, the kids these days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ironically goes into my next point, but I was not the rebellious type of kid. <laughs> <laughs> you were a belly. You were or weren't? I was definitely not, John. Oh, okay. Would you really think that I was? Rebellious? I don't know. You might. I mean, I, I had you said that. I don't know all stories. Kid. I don't know all the stories of your childhood. Trust I me, I was the goody two shoes kid. Why do you think I ended up in HR? I don't know. There's an HR joke in there somewhere, man. <laughs> there is, but there'll be more one. time for those. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I mean. I never really, like, I never really grew up to, like, I don't know, resent or, like, um, test kind of, like, my own faith and what I was told to do. I don't know. That mm. sounds kind of bad. But just, like, I had deep trust that that was the right thing to be doing. Um, and, yeah, I just, I definitely knew that my mom's deep love for the sacraments and the Lord is what, um, um, yeah, it just got me, it got me through all of that. And I would say too, like my dad, I have to mention dad too, but, um, he helped with like our joy choir and soundboards and doing all of that. Um, so he definitely had a place there too. I, I can't leave him out. Um, yeah. Were you, um, were you like exposed to like secular culture and, and cause we just had, um, Dana on yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago where like her, well, she was credit Catholic too. And mm -hmm. kind of came to the same conclusion that you did, like not really worrying. Like there, there was never really a, a any question about about the faith. Um, mm -hmm. But she was like, she said like she didn't watch. They didn't watch cartoons. They didn't watch like secular movies. They didn't listen to a lot of non secular music. Mm -hmm. Like they were, it was very. No, I don't want to say regimented, but it was very like their home life revolved around. The church. Did you kind of have that same experience? Um, I would say we had some of 
the same, but also like I don't. We weren't allowed to watch Rugrats, but like what? Oh kids yeah. Were. Sad. It's a great show. Was it? I don't. Just kind of like the, the disrespect. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, like things with Rugrats. I kind of watched it, not really, but it's a great show. It was. It was like I watched it here and there. Great. Show. Oh, it wasn't like my favorite growing up. Yeah, I mean, I will say like. We did watch, I mean, like, okay, so, like, your Spongebob, Kim Possible is, like, my favorite. So, yeah, we watched, Wait, you like, can watch Spongebob and not, not Rugrats? Right. I don't know why. What's the sitch there? There's a lot of, like, adult jokes yeah. in Spongebob. See what they did there? What's the what? Oh, what's, what's the, the sitch? sitch? Oh, I appreciate <laughs> that. Right. So, not the drama. Nice. Wow. Great. <laughs> Kim Possible was So, so you did Kim have some, yeah. some exposure to, to secular um, media, I guess. Um, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, you know, like some Disney movies and such. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, obviously, like, if it was something really controversial, like, my mom would have figured it out and knew, like, she knew everything. Mm. And she was very on top of all that. And that was, it was good. Like, nothing too I inappropriate. Guess, yeah. Not too spicy. Right. Not yeah, too, not too spicy, spicy for children. No. Okay. Well, but, yeah, we curious. had that. Okay. Um, I will say, though, like, we did a lot of stuff, like, um, what are those CDs called? You know how there's like kids bop, but there was like no, that's what I call music. <laughs> no. no, but it's like the kids bop version of like worship jams. That's what worship it was. Worship jams, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've never heard what is that? that? It's basically like I want to say they made their own music. I could sing one, but I'm not going to. Um, but look it up. Look up worship jams. Worship jams. Is it like? Right. Is it's it like, like kids, music. kids music? Like is it like Catholic? Kids songs yeah but like hip yeah pretty much oh. yeah so it's a kids bop that's it's basically for a hard religious to be in because like or, yeah kids christian music and like hip-hop just it was things hip-hop. don't mix bro it was like pop <laughs> it was definitely pop not hip-hop okay okay sure yeah sure. so but, just like let's sing this a little bit faster with some electro music behind it yeah 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 all right pretty much yeah. Or if you've ever been to like one of the kids masses at um, Waldo, which mm. I was last week for that was last week. Right. I lose track of time. Or All, All Saints, Saints Day. Day yeah. Which, yeah. man, that was a throwback. Best throwback ever, though. Mrs. Hopka is still there. Loved that woman. Like she is so good at what she does. Um and it was just wild because all the songs were the same, and I loved it. <laughs> I was like, same songs. Why do same I know songs? Saint Francis. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. It was it's definitely music every week. <laughs> no, it was good. But all of that, like I will say, was that was pretty much like the growing up there. But um, yeah, um, kind of can jump to the next phase. High school, right? High school. What's yeah. high school, Julia, like? She's that kid who does literally everything extracurricular wow. and I thrived. That was my, yeah. that was my time to thrive. I was definitely not popular. That was your peak. No, I'm <laughs> Actually, joking. <probably> was <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Everyone peaked in high school a little bit. Really? No, I'm just joking. I definitely did not peak in high school. I feel like I kind of did. I peaked in elementary school. It's all downhill, baby. All downhill after there. Yeah. Oh, elementary sorry. school. Man, <laughs> what did it for you, Cameron? Uh, I broke my uh, I broke my wrist uh, tripping over a kickball. Mm, that'll Ooh, do it. That yeah. You'll be known as that guy. Yeah. That. Forever. Why do you think I had to move schools? For that reason, <laughs> I would. For absolutely, it was only that reason. Change my name. Yeah, I used to be uh, Lance Jasmine. Nice. Now I'm Cameron. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> so anyways, you get to high school and you do everything. I literally did everything. All the things. All the things. Yearbook, Ron Colley Singers, theater, student government, tennis. Yeah, I it was a lot. And I will say probably in some way I was maybe trying to fill a void. Mm. I, I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't super popular. Um, I think you could say technically all the teachers liked me. But again, I, I didn't do anything like rebellious and I did all of the extracurriculars. Like, yeah, if someone had to do it, I'd volunteer, I guess, would be the way to look at it. Do you think looking back was beneficial? That's a good question. I'm kind of. Yeah. So I'm a That's recruiter true. by trade. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, resume builders. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're like, it was high school. <laughs> it was high school. I'm like, would I tell a kid to keep that on the resume? Maybe for like a year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say no. It was good. Like when you got to write the college mm. letters and all that to get into school. Yeah. Probably yeah. necessary. Um, did it make me well-rounded? Yep. Gave me some ideas as to what I might want to go into. Sure. Um, I guess now I look back at it, maybe the organization of being in your book and I think like acting definitely helps in my job now because mm. I'm talking to people all the time and I kind of have to think on my feet um, and just kind of like theater sure. like being able to to public speak. it's fun so yeah um, I think that like there was one part of like kind of starting in high school and you guys can attest to this like the boy crazy kind of started happening <gasps> oh. Oh. oh yeah yep yeah. and that's Those kind boys, of, man. Yeah. You know, and you start thinking as a girl, you're like, oh, that's my fairy tale. I want like I want fairy tale wedding. And like your mind starts going when you see a cute guy and you're mm. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry this guy. You you start I've like. I've never thought that. Never thought that either. I'm really glad to hear that, though. Uh, I'd be alarmed. It, yeah. No. G- boys go from having cooties to being cute. When does that happen? I guess high school. Yeah. Apparently. At least for me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I was just kind of trying to fill that void of, um, and maybe this is kind of where that, like, challenge in my faith comes in. I still think, like, throughout all of it, I clung to my faith as what got me through all of it. Um, but I will say that I think I kind of tried to fill a void, um, of not exactly, like, loving myself or who I was Mm. at that point. Um, and then just kind of getting caught up in that. Um, so I would say, like, my faith grew. Um, I cantered for mass. Uh, I was the co-commissioner of spiritual life for student government, which was really fun. I got to help coordinate for 717 mass. So if you guys have ever been there, I know Elizabeth and I went back um, a couple times last year, um, which was wild that we ever got up that early in high school. But like, I guess not like not wild, but I guess when you work from home for so long that that seems early. I'm up at like 430 some days for work. So sort of like Halfway through the day at 7.17 almost. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> or at least a third. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> right. what it is. And then, randomly enough, actually, my sophomore year of high school, I was asked to be on pastoral council here. Which, wow. side note on that, I had no confidence back in my sophomore year of high school or, like, extroversion at all to my body of my person my being i had no extroversion so i just sat there in meetings like parish meetings and i was like they wanted my input but i don't know what i like can offer i didn't really feel like what i had to say mattered which if we were to go back and do that what you have to say at that age does matter right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how do we get to high schoolers right and i think you're 
your Elizabeth. Well, technically, your wife. Um, Elizabeth does a really good job. You do not condone owning people. <laughs> it's hard upon. Right. But Elizabeth is fantastic at what she does in getting to reach those high schoolers. So it's kind of a cool experience being in Life Teen and leading Life Teen now. Do they still have kids on Pastoral Council? I doubt it. I doubt it. They probably had me and they're like, what were we thinking? Should they're like, oh my gosh, last time we did that. But now here you are still on Pastor Arcos, right? Uh, worship Commission. No, Worship Commission. But okay. now it's on a pause. We'll see where it goes. Gotcha. But something right. like this is supposed to come back. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so we did that. I spoke at a Catholic Schools Week once, which was really cool. So I just felt like, I don't know, I was like the poster child for it. And I felt like my faith life was good. My relationship with the Lord was pretty good. Um but I still think that, like, I hadn't really hit that much, like, troubling times in mm. terms of my, my journey. You don't think your, like, faith was challenged? Is that what you're kind of yeah. getting at? Okay. But like I said, I've been in that environment right. my whole life. Like, where would it have been challenged? Right. Yeah. And I guess, like, day to day, you encounter people who maybe, like, it's not their view of it's not as strong. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was generally not super challenged. And... It's a blessing and a curse, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're in high school. I mean, like, not to say that that like kids aren't challenged in high school, but like, I feel like the majority of high schoolers like don't really challenge each other on that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, and I think on a personal note, I had lacked confidence in myself mm. too. So it was like, man, get ready for college. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was um that transition was interesting because you go from being involved in everything and you're like you're the go-to girl kind of for being in everything and all that. And then college hits and you're in a new place and granted, while well, St. Norbert's not super far away and it's still Catholic. Like, it's... Cameron <laughs> air quoting right now. It is Catholic. I will say it's how you... It's how you do your own experience within it mm. can change how that comes about, I guess. Sure, but you could say that for any college. Yeah. You could That's say, I mean, fair. you could, like... Yeah, I was just thinking about this today because I was going to ask you what your college experience was like at St. Albert. Because I've heard. Yeah. You've probably heard. Not good stuff recently. It. Well, I've heard a lot of. Oh, man, I, I love Catholic education, but I've heard a lot of things about a lot of colleges and universities that kind of I'm like, oh, I don't know we can consider that a Catholic college anymore. <laughs> um, so I want to know what your Catholic college experience was like. Yeah. So I guess my overall college experience, if I had to describe it in one word, it's going to sound so sad, but it was lonely. Like I had a very lonely college experience minus my first semester because I had my oldest sister there with me, which I got upperclassmen housing. It was an amazing thing. And it was literally the old i don't know if it was a rectory or what it was before but um it was saint joseph's hall and it was connected to the church so mm. there was like a hallway in between and then you could like walk into the church That's so it was neat. great um got kicked out though once she left because you can't have a freshman in an upperclassman housing without you know someone else in there with you so it was either you get a foreign exchange student or you move into a different house or a different housing mm. in a single so i did that um, and then I met a couple people and that was great. Um, but, um, I would say overall, like it was lonely and to kind of get into that. So I started making friends and, um, naturally gravitated toward 
friends who also participated in in the Catholic group stuff. Um, now, while that was great in theory, and I thought, you know, okay, I've got some like really good people to have stuff in common with and do things with, which I did. Um, just kind of the more I got involved in that group, it was like, okay, the college part kind of starts playing into the scene, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. And um, I'm like, well, I'm not. And the rule follower part for me kind of starts coming in, right? I'm not the one that's going to. Party. Partying or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just like, my parents trust me and I'm not going to break that trust. So, Mm. yeah, not doing that. Um, But then it started to be that, like, those people who I had stuff in common with maybe didn't have all of the things in common with me. So it was it was a bit lonely in that sense. Right. Mm. Because you're like, these are the people I should be getting along with. But then there's this. So I don't know how to socialize with them because that's kind of what they wanted to do. Was it a fear of like, uh, like, so you didn't get, like, they partied is what you're kind of like insinuating. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not all the time, but that was definitely a part of it. Mm. And um, there's also just, I'm not, okay, again, too, the extroverted part. I'm more introverted when it comes to my faith. So I wasn't a big retreat person. I wasn't mm. a big like, hey, let's go on this I don't even know what you sure. want to call it. But like that wasn't kind of how I expressed it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess in that sense, like I definitely got more reserved in that point of my faith like journey. OK. Yeah. Was it like a. I mean, because I also went to college. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I did experience the that party side um, was long before my time here. Was it a, like, you couldn't find common ground outside of that? Or were you, like, outside of the partying? Or were you thinking, I can't, like, dissect the partying from the person? Kind of like how with, like, music, like, you can, I can separate the art and the artist. Mm. You know, I talked about this before. I love Brandon Urie. Lead singer of Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says. I don't agree with oh, a lot yeah. of the stuff he does. Yep. But I can, because I can separate like the art from the artist. Mm, mm-hmm. Right. You know, I can appreciate the art, but like not really be on board with with everything else. Yeah. It was like you couldn't separate the partying from the person. I think it was more of just a personality thing too, in combination, right? So like. I, as myself, viewed myself as, okay, well, I'm kind of the rule follower, the goody two-shoes, like, what are they going to want to hang out with Did you really call for? yourself a goody two-shoes? Like, I knew it. It was definitely not something that you had to be even say, because it was obvious. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> like, it was really obvious. I visibly felt uncomfortable, like, with any of that sort of thing, right? Okay. Like, so you had a well-formed conscience. Mm. I would say yes, but it just felt like, man, you're so uncool. Like, I felt super, like, oh, they're not going to hang out with me. Like, why would they want to? Like, I'm not doing anything fun. All I cared about was studying. Like, that was that was it. I'm like, I mean, I, I did the fast track. I got out in three years and um, came home most weekends, um, which kept me connected to the parish, which was great. But um, <laughs> Do you think coming home each weekend, though, do you think that like 
maybe played a part in it. Of like feeling it's almost partially like the lonely chicken before the egg question because yeah. if I would have stayed, right. would it have been a had I been closer yeah. or if I would have like I totally forgot what I was saying. But no, I, mean, I know you what know you mean. That, yeah, right? because like, did you come home because you've right or were you lonely because you can't? Yeah, home. right. It's a good yeah. Yeah, I'm just, so, I was just curious I if we've ever thought about that. Not that I, it, like it's all hindsight right now. Right? I think I could just yeah exactly. Yeah. I think I could kind of tell I'm like, yeah, something doesn't feel quite right here. Sure, and sure. I don't know. I've had that too. I've lost good friends because just kind of like mutual values kind of fizzled out, and like that happens. That happens, right? Yeah, but I think there's a uh, to your credit. I think there's a beauty in sticking to your values and what you believe in. Yeah. So you know, I think there's like. You know, if you don't feel comfortable, if people don't share, you know, if you like also too, like if the people around that you're surrounding yourself with, you know, might negatively impact a value that you feel very strongly about, then, you know, sometimes it's best to, to not be with that person or around that person, right. you know? Well, I didn't want to get in trouble. It was mostly about getting in trouble. I just didn't, <laughs> didn't want to. <laughs> I think... There's definitely something that, because, you know, we 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 have teens who are going to listen to this, who know you really, very well, Julia. Um, I think that as, like, it, it's, it is very good that you stuck to your, your guns and said, you know, this yeah. part of, you know, your life, this partying, I don't want to be a part of that. So I'm, n- so if, if you want me to be a part of this, to be a part of your life, then I'm not going to be. Mm, um, right, but that doesn't mean that you have to be lonely. Right, it doesn't mean that totally. mm-hmm. you can still make the choice to go out and make other connections in places that do share your values. And you're at a Catholic college. Um, you you would hope you'd be able to find that somewhere. Um, and of course, you know, like of course, John, you said hindsight's twenty twenty, but there are there are people I guarantee that are, are listening to the the podcast or about to go to college or in college that might feel that loneliness but don't have the convenience of of being able to go home every weekend. Yeah, that's true. I was so, lucky. you know, it while it is we can validate that you're definitely going to feel lonely not participating in the party atmosphere. Um, and as someone who's gone through it, I'll tell you right now, it's not overly mega worth it. <laughs> yeah, uh, not really. Just, you eh. can come from the experience and say, yeah, hindsight, not worth it, right? It, it's, eh. no, yeah. no, I, it's like, I whatever. think, you know, you can kind of wait till you're 21 and then, like, yeah, you're not missing anything. You know, you, no, you're not. You're not. I, <laughs> not I, think, important. But I think it, but I think it's different. I do, I think it's different for boys and girls, for men and women, for sure. Um, but cracking open a cold one with the boys is <laughs> different than I would assume a, a woman's experience. Um, now, by all means, wait till you're 21. But, um, but if you do feel lonely because you're pushing off people in your life who are embracing a lifestyle that you know is not good, mm-hmm. that leads to worse things than underage drinking, um, you're probably going to feel lonely. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you have to be 
lonely. Right. right. Yeah. And I would say if I had to go back and like look at this and be like, okay, what's something that I would have, you know, looking back at it, what would I have learned? I think what I would tell myself is, okay, be more confident. Like, don't care what they're going to think of you or have some predisposition of what they're going to, what they are thinking of you because you're not engaging in this. Mm. Just like be, be more chill about it, I guess. I don't know. Like, I should have not cared much about what they thought and just been like, nope, it's not okay with me. Or mm. just gone on and done something else. And I yeah. don't know. I just, just that lack of confidence. Like, I had it in high school and then college hit and then it was like, well, you, you know, it's, yeah. you have to go out of your comfort zone to be out of your comfort zone. That It's, it's kind of this weird situation where right. if you don't want to go with the easy thing, um, uh, I, I remember the lyric, but there's this great band that I love very much called Jukebox the Ghost. Um, they have a song called The Popular Thing, um, which is phenomenal. I'll have to pull up the lyric. I want to make sure. But um, if you want to do the popular thing, you can you can do that, mm-hmm. um, but you'll never be the same mm. because you aren't being who you are. Right. It's yeah. very easy to do the popular thing. And and in that moment, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Sure. Um, but you you're gonna you're gonna change because you're doing the popular thing. Because if it's because it's a choice you wouldn't make on your own. Yep. Because you recognize that oh, this is the popular thing to be doing. You're by saying that you're recognizing that it is something outside of yourself. Right. That you're choosing. Right, because I feel like most popular kids wouldn't admit that they're that what they're doing is popular. Like it's just what they do. It's, right, you recognize. Right, you recognize that it's popular. Implies that you're on the outside. Implies that you're not. Wow, that's pretty deep, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's an interesting <laughs> way of looking at it. So, um, you could do a college in three years. That's very, very. It was very fast, but very when impressive. you have an accountant who, or a sister who's an accountant. Who can figure out, hey, well, first of all, she got down in three and a half years, 150 credits. Let's just say my sisters, I'm maybe a little competitive, not in like a bad way, but I kind of want to be like, okay, you guys all finish early because your wife, my sister, did the 15 month intensive nursing program at Ballin. Yeah, because she graduated technically like a a semester early because she graduated in December, but she should have done in May. That sounds right. Something like that. Something like that. Sorry, Laura, yeah. for cutting you short, but you did something awesome. And yeah, then, no, she did. She graduated like I think a semester early. Yeah, and she was four years, but but Anne had the hundred fifty credits in three and a half years, which is that's wild. crazy, man. But Bruh. accountant man, she's super smart, and she's like, you can get out in three years. I'll crunch the numbers. I'll show you how it's possible. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so she showed me the plan. I'm like, all right, we'll follow the plan. Um. And I had no life in the summers. Um, I remember we did like wild random fact. We did a or I did an at home lab. There was a Bunsen burner component in the summer for a biology course, and my dad had to help me with the Bunsen burner because uh, my mom would not trust me with that. But <laughs> do you blame her? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I just remember my dad singing this song. It was like burning down the house, and. Which is I don't like know looking back as like because you guys actually had a house fire. That's I don't know if you're gonna mention that. Like oh my months gosh! Months later. <laughs> wow. 
it from the basement. So it was a little <laughs> wild. Um, I told Is my that dad that aged well. The Bunsen burner was it in the basement? It was not the no, Bunsen burner was, that caused yeah. it. It was like um water heater. Heater, yeah, your heater, yeah, yeah, something wild like that. But yeah, just a fun fact. But yeah, had no life in the summers, barely a life during the school year. So I think that might have contributed to it too. But um, I figured, hey, I'll have some fun when I'm out of out of school, right? Which I am definitely having fun now, and I've met you guys in the YA group, and super glad I waited to find yeah, awesome friends. Been in college for how long? <laughs> Since 2019. <laughs> That's a decent Lightning time. speed. What was that? Lightning speed. Lightning speed, exactly. But um, yeah, I, I think kind of how I how I coped throughout all of that. Um, I kind of like God was pretty much all I had during that experience. And besides my family, but like on campus and you're alone, you're like, well, what am I going to do in this free time? Like, I'm not going to really go hang out with anyone. I did have friends. Don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely had some solid friends that I could hang out with. What? But I mean, they're studying, too. So what am I going to do in my free time? So I would definitely sneak into I don't think it's sneaking if the door is unlocked, but um, the church. <laughs> <laughs> door is unlocked i don't door think unlocked. realistically you can ever say that you have to sneak into a church i also think too it's attached to your dorm room oh no at that point it was not unlocked. oh no, it's a different it's a different different point. year if the door was unlocked if the door's unlocked you're good i think yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look back at college i feel like our our church was always open i feel like the door was always yeah, open you just sense. walk in it makes sense for the yeah to be open. so and we never questioned Maybe i'm it. just trained now <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe, m- maybe. Yeah, I feel like we just kind of walked in. And maybe you, if you need to. to get into church, you should be able to get into church. That's my spicy take of the day. Gotcha. Boom. Spicy. Well, I would go in there and like when no one was there, it always was awkward if someone were to walk in too. And I was like, because I'd go in there and I'd like sing. I love singing. I love music. That's part of my current ministry here. But I would always go in there and I'd sing one of two psalms, which was either the Be With Me, Lord, Psalm or um wow I can't I cannot think of it. It's what I sang last week at Life Teen. Wow, this is embarrassing. Uh, yeah, you, I, was, I wasn't there. It'll to you, to you, O Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's what I was okay. Yep. I got the mixed up. I, I kept wanting to say Lord I lift your name on high, which is not a psalm. I right. It's not. No. Not a no. psalm. So yeah. But either of those I would sing that at the Ambo, like I was like singing and no one was there and the acoustics were great and i was just concert alone. for one two because jesus was there that's what that's four, well i guess four God meaning the like God, the Holy Spirit yeah, too. yeah okay yeah. i guess all right all right yeah. John. Three persons, one guy. <laughs> you've been <sighs> i've been theologized i like that is that a theologist <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love this <clears throat> yeah Lord. boom <laughs> um but canon lord Oh, oh, okay. Hey, 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 that was pretty good. Not gonna lie. I usually don't give you that. That's, you yeah, never give me that. Proudest <laughs> like, moment of my life, and it happened in a. That was pretty good. Yeah, we have um, proof of it. It's now. okay. We can. We can. <laughs> we can edit this part out. But um, yes. So I would do that. Um, sometimes I'd like go up, sit by the tabernacle. I would definitely journal and adoration. Like, oh, I loved that so much. Monday nights adoration. It was great. Um, but that when, wasn't by yourself, right? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, I really hope not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I definitely can't. <laughs> no, I figured. Yeah, so we'd have like sort of praise and worship going on Monday nights, and um, 
really talented uh, musicians and such. So yeah, it was great. Um, and I would just sit there and journal and, you know, being my sappy, like, like I mentioned earlier, kind of boy crazy self would journal all the time. But like, oh, where, where is he? Where is he? Like, oh, Lord, show me the person. Right. No. Yeah. And it was like, oh, man. So, <laughs> I mean, there was an experience. So like I had been seeing someone um, and that ended pretty quickly in the grand scheme of things. But um, <laughs> 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 thanks, Cameron. Appreciate you. <laughs> Um, it just sounded it it sounded weird it was just like yeah that it was just someone and then that ended (laughs) but you know it was just i don't know i so distraught by it because it's probably like the first kind of serious ish because i don't know i'm in college whatever it's everybody remembers first heartbreak yeah i don't know if it was like my first real heartbreak but whatever um it was just, it was there and it was experience and it was a thing. I'm journaling about it and I was just really like frustrated with it. And I remember, um, at one point I will say like everywhere within these stories, there's a priest, like a solid priest who helps me through a lot of stuff. And this was my first, um, encounter with Jason Everett, which I'm sure a lot of people are really familiar with Jason Everett and his work. Um, so Good stuff. Jason, I, went, I read uh, the acclaimed Catholic speaker. Correct. Okay. That one. Yes. Good stuff. I didn't know there was more than one. No, I'm clarifying who for he the, is. Yes. For the okay. people. That's fair. Sorry. I just thought he was that. My bad. Um, so, yes. So, talk to Father Mike Brennan. Um, he's one of the Norbertines up there. Awesome guy. Um, so, I talked to him for a bit and I was just like, you know, help me. I'm kind of whatever. You know, whatever. And so, he had just gone to. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame. Call me whatever I'm whatever. <laughs> that is that's like quintessential <laughs> like girl dealing with like stereotypical young girl dealing with something. It's just like help me with whatever. I guess I'm like whatever. <laughs> and he's probably like, Yeah, I get you. I don't try mo. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> I work Trust on the college me. campus. I don't I can John, translate you, it. You You've seen me enough to know it wasn't that simple. Um, <laughs> Keep going. Keep yes, going. going on. So, you know, he was like, I've got these books. You can take whatever you want. Like, I was just at, he had been at Notre Dame Academy that day, and Jason Everett spoke there, which if I would have known that, I'd been like, take me with you. I want to go see him in person. How cool would that have been? Um, so he had, like, CDs, books, like, How to Find Your Soulmate Without Losing Your Soul. Great book. Would recommend that to literally every young woman out there and he has one for guys now too so sure plug for that good stuff um but yeah so i read that and i just remember i would listen to that cd because my car still had a cd player um there was two different jason everett cds i'd listen to that on my drives all the time like all the time and i just would it had been so ingrained in me and i was like wow i res- i just deserve so much more like and and that just kind of clicked so i was like okay so I kind of need to like reevaluate some stuff. Maybe, you know, find a person who really, really loves God and will mm. lead me closer to God and I can be myself and love God. And like, that's something that's accepted and all of that. Right. So great. That happens. I get through it. I'm doing fine. So like this point, you're pretty, you're pretty sure marriage is it. Yeah. I think randomly, occasionally, like vocationally wise. Yeah, vocationally wise, definitely the thought has crossed my mind. I'm like, am I called? Am I called to something else, right? Like, am I called to be a religious sister? The thought crossed my mind, but then I'm like, I I don't think that's for me. So, 
Could that not, change? Do you maybe? not think it's for you, or have you just not worried about it? That's a really deep question. Like, because there's, there's like, oh yeah, like I thought about it. It's like really not. It's like not for me. Like, I, I've told this story before. I, I considered, you know, like every young Catholic man should. Yeah. I did consider priesthood even while dating I remember you telling Elizabeth me that. because yeah. that's something you have to consider. And I had to pray about it and ask mm-hmm. God, you know, if you want me to be a priest, like you have to tell me, cause I'm going to ask this woman to marry me. And like, you know, how 20, you know, tw- it was 2018 at the time, you know, how marriages work in the two thousands. God, they go really fast. And you know, I start playing right away. So help. <laughs> please. Was it just like, a, you know, I, I've I've given thought to it, but I don't think it's for me without like really praying about it. You know, I can't distinctly remember exactly if I've, I, you know, I don't know. If you look back in my journal, there could be something that talks about that because I journaled about everything. Um, John, you know, my short term memory is not the greatest. I can't distinctly remember how yeah, right. deeply I've thought about it, but I don't know. I feel like I'd be called or tugged a bit more than I have been so far. Like, I think deeply about those things. So, yeah, I don't I don't think it's for me. But could that change? Yeah, if I'm being called, Lord, give me the grace to answer the call, right? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. You're just staring at me, so I'm like, okay, oh, I, Cameron, I, you're trying to tell me something. You, no, no, no. I, no. I don't. I don't typically tell my opinions of what I think other people should be. Fair. Um, because I have I have close friends where I've said, like, you know, have you ever considered the priesthood? And um, when I first met you, I, I thought that you would be called to religious life. I th- You the, did. But the thing, is, the thing is that I think you'd make a really good religious sister in the same way that I think John would make a really good priest. That's I, fair. Yeah, in the I same way that I think that I would also be an okay. I also priest. think you'd be an okay priest, but like I wasn't called to the priesthood, right? And John wasn't called to the priesthood because we're living our vocations right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, so like I believe you'd be a great religious sister in that same way. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not you're called for it because I'm not God. That's true. But it's not a you know just it, I'm just asking if you if you've given the thought because you know. Maybe I could give it some more time than I probably have, but also I feel pretty confidently that I want to be married. Like, yeah. I'm pretty confident in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with it. Yeah. Fittingly, it's, isn't it Vocations Week this week? It is. It is. <laughs> Small plug. People out there, pray about your vacation. Yeah, pray yeah. for Julia. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> you're like... You're, you're through college. Yep. I'm and now college, you're a young thankfully. adult and you're like, now what? Okay. So work, right? How did I end up where I am? I don't know. How did you? Well, okay. So honestly, I got pulled aside during a career fair and this company. Can I talk about that or should I not say? <laughs> don't ask me. I'm an analyst. You're an HR. That's fair. <laughs> you, should have this, you should have the knowledge. I'm not Julie not and I, we it. work for the same company, Schneider Logistics. Oh, you said it. Okay. So he's, okay. I think he's mentioned it before in the podcast. I don't think he has. You said a transportation company, but. I, work, I said that on the, I, that's what they, they had written in the 
Compass article. I work for Schneider. Oh, it said that. Okay, well then this is yeah. fine. I think we're gonna go with it. Well, what's? I'm not in that part of HR. I don't need to know <laughs> that. It, it, I think it's all right that people know where you work. Yeah, because yeah, then I can be like, follow me to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. And make sure you put down that Julia uh, sent you because she actually no Cameron. If you referred <laughs> referral bonus, Cameron. No, I can't take I, that because I literally <laughs> do this for a living. But <laughs> imagine give it away. I am a recruiter. Um, I have been pretty much ever since my internship and started with helping like recruit drivers. Um, that was not for me. Um, I'm like, okay, office jobs. I think that'd be cool. Um, I was an intern. How cool would it be to do like campus recruiting? Um, so I got into my, like my entry level job, um, kind of just like being the scheduler and all of that. So all that fun stuff, um, kind of transitioned into some campus recruiting, thought that was fun. Um, wasn't quite the plan for me. It was, here's this tech recruiting opportunity. And I was like, whoa, I know nothing about this. I am going to have to learn a lot. But I'm like, you know what? Bring it on. Um, and yeah, I love the people I work. I guess you could say work for. Let's say work with. It just sounds better. But like my hiring leaders, um, I help them fill their open roles. And um, I think like, honestly, though, the most rewarding experience has ever been like i've ever had has not even been for my own role but it was really for cameron um and helping you find your job which can't can confirm i i think my cat's ears still hurt from when you screamed when i told you that i accepted the job i was that there is true yeah because i was like fun. i kind of knew already but i couldn't tell you and it was like i'm not telling you anything and then all of a sudden you said goodbye at a, a i think that was the first time i've met you so he's probably I like what was, the heck yeah, was... um and so okay, I, I like that. squealed because he's like, see you later, coworker. And I was like, wait, what? And then you like, see you later, work buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I literally screamed my head off. I was like, you I got remember the that. job. And I you was know. so happy. Yeah. So happy. Happiest that, moment of my life. That, that's, the nuts, bro. that's the type of energy I like. John. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> I was happy. It was good. I was happy. It was good. It was good. <laughs> so mine's a little over top. I get that. But no, happiest moment ever. Because like, that's the point of recruiting, right? Like if you want to find a purpose like i think if you help people like day and day in a medical field and like Laura, yeah, my John sister does, brings yeah. babies into a world yeah into she's a cooler world. job than me it's a little more heartfelt yeah, maybe is. yeah no, it's, it's, i mean i get people ready for like surgery and then they wake up all drugged up and i'm like sup let's get you home <laughs> so, I mean, it's rewarding don't get me wrong it's sure. just nice but laura so, has a way cooler now that you've transitioned to um adult yeah, I'm an adult. You got a big, big girl job. Big girl job. Yep. And making that, making that money. Yep. Cash. Um, money. So how does your, how does your faith like change then, from like this loneliness that you felt, this yearning that you have, and and I think mm-hmm. most women have a yearning for a husband. You know, your yep. journaling, your, um. I probably shouldn't ask that question, but uh, <laughs> now I want to know. Well, like, because when when Elizabeth and I got married. Um, she gave me a, a journal. Yeah, it was letters to her future husband, which oh, I love was that. me. Oh, that's so, cute, like, actually. I really love that for me, and I got to read. Um, I'm not going to just talk yeah, much yeah, about yeah, what's yeah, in no, there because no. they're mine. But uh, I got to read Elizabeth grow from like yearning very deeply for her future spouse, her future husband. Yeah. Um, and going through heartbreak and 
you know, meeting the guy she met before me and going through that heartbreak and then yearning for um, her future husband again and like uh, then meeting me and then like most of it is me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I get to see like her perspective of yeah. what she's looking for, what she was praying for in a husband and how she grew from, you know, wanting a husband to trying to transition to being a wife. Yep. Um, I think th- I think that's pretty cool. Um, I think that's a I think it's a great journaling habit. Um, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I definitely for... have those too. So great, awesome. That's that was, a cool that's, thing to that's do. That's what I wanted to ask. Um, yeah. If you had done that, because that's good. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good prayer dynamic too. Yeah. Um, and even if you know, eventually your future spouse is the Holy Spirit, then you know, <laughs> or the the church, or what you know, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what the theological specificity is when you become a religious sister but um so you have this yearning for a future husband um you know you've actively been uh dating doing kind of whatever what is that yeah ish what is that so what is that how does your faith life kind of transition into that as you become an adult and kind of where does everything else kind of dance around that yeah, so actually it does kind of come from that, right? So good segue. Um, a friend of mine set me up from college, set me up with someone she knew at her work or whatever. She's like, oh, he's Catholic and he plays a guitar too. And I think, and he played tennis, I want to say. And like, you guys would have so much in common and it'd be great. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's meet. So, um, you know, come to find out like, yep, he's Catholic, but doesn't really practice it and I was really bummed by that um and it just it it led me down a bad path and I shouldn't say like like not crazy bad it just it it didn't it it didn't make me want to be a better Catholic let's Mm -hmm. just say say that like it just was like I don't feel like we're at the same level here this doesn't feel right um and I was just so willing to kind of morph myself into like whatever they wanted right and it was just like oh you want to do that like whatever and then it finally got to the point where I was like yeah but I don't really want to move away from home and all that and yeah so it gets into all that stuff but um after that point like I realized man I am like super bummed out about this hindsight I really should not have been but again not really mature I remember going to um a confession, Father Bill, when Father Bill was here. God and bless Father Bill. I know. Yeah. Shout out, Father Bill. Good guy. Right? I could Great literally, guy. like, say that about, like, like I said, Pretty much there's priest. a priest for, like, every yeah, experience here. So, um, Father Bill, I remember him distinctly telling me, um, I think I can talk about this because, like, it's my own experience. Like, yeah. yeah. He said to me, like, think of Mary as, like, I don't want to say, like, he said your sister, but, like, like, like your best girlfriend, like helping you stomp on like the the snake, right? The serpent. And like, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of be like mm-hmm. cling to Mary, right? When mm-hmm. you feel like you like aren't, mm. I don't, it wasn't aren't good enough, but like without getting into too much detail of the whole situation, basically it was that. So it was like, you know, like be really close to Mary, like her mantle of love is like wrapping around you. And I will still think of that every once in a while. And it's just like, whoa, okay. Yep. Um, it was great. Yeah, Father Bill doesn't. Sorry, he does some great confessions. He's a yeah. very good confessor. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like, 
All right, sorry. Don't mean like, to. He like, but he's is very personal. Yeah. Like personal. Yeah. Personal. Oh, yeah. Personal. Yeah. 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 You know what I For mean. For sure. No, I gotcha. And it was great. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And after that, I literally picked up the book because I hadn't read it completely. Like, or had I read it by that point? No, I, I don't know if it was the second time I read it through or what, but. How to Find Your Soulmate Without Losing Your Soul. Mm -hmm. I went back to Father Mike's book, which, by the way, I still literally have all of his books, and I feel so bad. And it's been since college, right? So <laughs> it's like four years ago. I don't think he probably has another copy at this moment. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure he doesn't care about that, but he, he also he saw, gave she me a very the same personal book. Oh, yeah. He gave me his book, like, oh, what's that one? Is it Christopher West, or is it Matthew West? No, who writes Matthew the book, Kelly? like, Returning to... Matthew Kelly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That book that, like, everyone got, right? Yeah. Returning to Catholicism or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. So, like, <laughs> he had his own copy of that, like, super personal notes, and, like, he let me borrow it. And I was thinking, I have this book at home, but, okay. So, I still have his copy. I need to get those back to him. And I ran him, ran into him at St. Norbert during the summer at a concert, and um, he's like, oh, yeah, you just bring those back whenever. I'm like, I feel really bad. Um, so... Fun story. But I took that How to Find Your Soulmate book. I went through it with sticky notes and I just like marked that thing up. I'm like, what was I thinking here? Wow, I deserve more here and all of mm -hmm. that. And it was just like, whoa, okay. Whoa. I need to find someone who, who loves their faith. Well, seg or like side note, whatever from that, what do I do in the time where I'm like mopey? I'm like, well, what do I do? Well, Laura... My sister pulls me out of this like the slump and she's like you need to just come to ya with me which we used to meet on sundays rip when we met in sundays right that's um, not my fault <laughs> nor is that my wonderful wife's fault that it's is not. everyone else's out. fault for stops for not sticking around but it but it evolved. don't get me started no i okay. will go off on young adults bro sure okay it just evolved <laughs> into other things and that's fair. That happens. But we would meet on Sunday nights and it was after the 630 mass and it's literally a minute from my house. I feel like you're, you're going to say something. You're not, you're, not, you're not making this better for yourself. Okay. Why? <laughs> you're like, oh, it just kind of like, everyone just kind of stopped going. But it was like always after the Sunday night mass, no. which you frequent and is a minute away from my house. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Fair. All right. Well, but it's also late and I go to bed super early, but whatever. Okay. 7.30. Yeah, but Ooh. normally we talk for a long time, which is a great sign that's, of friendship. Yeah, that's Because true. we talk for a very long time. We would. About really random so things. So because we would talk for a really long time, you would just wouldn't go at all. It just got really late because you knew you like, but you'd want so to stay. So instead of even staying, and you just wouldn't even go in the first place. Hear me out, though. You'd want to stay. Jen, that's you know true. No, I got you. You're like I'm. You plan in your mind. You're like I'm gonna leave by eight thirty, so I can get ready for bed. And then it's like, oh, but this is too fun. I want to stay. And then it's already like nine thirty, ten. Yeah, and you're like, oh is, wow. What sacrifice? <laughs> okay. The trolling level right now is at level ten. <laughs> yeah. How old are you, Julia? Twenty four. It's gonna be so hard to be twenty four and getting less than eight hours of sleep. It actually, is. Some days it is, man. I'm not gonna lie, dude. It really is. You guys don't understand my pain. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that was really a turning point because I didn't know you guys super well. Like, Elizabeth and you were, like, 
this kind of like I don't know like mythical creatures that existed within the parish. <laughs> of like, mythical creatures, right? You're like and Laura's, real. <laughs> but also, I kind of felt weird because I'm like, I just graduated college. Am I young? Like, do I count? Can I be part of this? Also, like, I'm new. Are they gonna want me? And so I was nervous, but Laura's like, just come along. If you're with me, yeah. you'll be fine. Pretty much. Fun fact, uh, Andrew. You know Andrew. Yeah. Andrew Lusk, yeah. As we call him. Uh, he hung out with us from 18 on. Yeah. So yeah, he, to- he came yeah. back during college. And- Did I normalize it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you normalized No, you didn't normalize it because Andrew was there long before you were. That's wild. He was, uh, he was, How? He was in life teen as a teen. Oh, as a teen. And then he was core team. Yeah. And then he just kept. He just okay, that's away. fair. He did beat me. That's fair. Shout out to Andrew. Yeah. And Andrew. Doing uh, some good stuff in Milwaukee. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Nice. Took an internship at a food pantry. Good nice. stuff. Helped him with his HR homework. That was fun. Yeah, good kid. <laughs> He's a good kid. He's a good kid. I really hope he becomes a priest. Vocations <laughs> week. I was saying the same thing. I was like, oh, pray for uh, pray for Andrew. <laughs> but um, yeah. So no, that was a great thing, and it was like I kind of look back at it now. I'm like, wow, how cool that like I felt so lonely in college, and here I am. Like I found my people, and um, it was great. It was a really great experience. John, you looked over like, am I not your no. people? No, You're part no, of our group I, too. Yeah, no, I, I, John and I do this a lot. We look at each other. Gotcha. It's our show. It's deep blue eyes. You're skinny, you don't have blue eyes. He doesn't have blue eyes. I have no color. He has I, no know, eyes. I know, I know. I was just going to no say, eyes. but I didn't know. I know, you know, I know. <laughs> have you talked about that yet? We haven't. I have a eye condition called aniridia. I have no iris, so it's there's no color wild. in my eye. My eyes are black. Those are just people that are always dilated. Deep black eyes. <laughs> I'm Sounds wish.com so Edward Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man. is a meme that like 4% of the people that listen to this will get. <laughs> but, um, oh goodness, where was it going? Okay. So you started to call him the uh, You're hanging out with, stuff. With, with the, the coolest people. champions of forever. With the unicorns. Yes. With Grinkies. Unicorns. The Grinkies. Yes. And obviously. Were we like, the Grinkies yet? Yeah. 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 Because because um, I went to your wedding. Yeah, you and Laura were at our wedding. Yeah. But we didn't know you yet, Julia. Because you didn't know me. That's right. Yeah, that's fair. Do what? Wish I could have been there, but it's all good. It was fun. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. But no, so we met. I met you guys, and I just started coming around more because, like, I had the time, and I was like, "Well, this is fun. Actually, I think I'm gonna keep going." And uh, like, no, that's no offense to you guys, but um, like. I was waiting for you to make a comment, like, because you had nothing better to do, but... No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's letting you talk. Yeah. So, we hung out, and um, sure enough, like, throughout the ebbs and flows of that, right, like, there was uh, another thing that happened with the guy that didn't pan out, and John, I remember distinctly, like, you're like, really get over that, whatever, like... Yeah. yeah. Many, many times on the couch. Which guy was that? Do I know that guy? You probably don't. Probably not, okay. No, it was oh, wait, uh, the one that never was. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Captain yeah, Matthew yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 The yeah. 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 It was like one day, something like that. Yeah, that doesn't count. Two. You're fine. No, it, it doesn't count. But yeah. it was pretty pathetic how much I cared, so that was fun. Um, and no, then, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. I'm not letting you get away with that. That's, what? that's bad. <laughs> it's not like caring about something or like having hope isn't pathetic. Fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah. No, it's more like it's good to care, but like, like you know, I cared too much. Like, 
ooh, I, I, I have the butterflies from like a relationship starting. That's not pathetic. That's how the human body works. That's how your yeah. mind works and your your you have hope for what something could be, especially coming from, you know, saying that you yearn for your future husband, you know, mm-hmm. when, the, when the opportunity presents itself, you know, you consider, you know, is this God answering my prayer? Is this, yeah. you know, the person that God is going to put in front of me that I can choose to love and choose to have a relationship with that having hope isn't pathetic. And it was during the pandemic. So that was the time where you're like, wow. I am. I'm never gonna meet someone. Yeah. What is, what, what is life? What's gonna happen? <laughs> 2020. Like, nobody, no. Everything's made up in the point. No one's happened. gonna get married ever, ever again. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I was you like, got married yep. in 2020. I did. Yeah. Wow. Take Jen. that, COVID. Moving on. <laughs> well, okay. So actually, that's a good segue because I literally threw everything of my being. I'm like, what am I doing? I need to like just spend my time better. So I like helped Laura plan the wedding yeah. a lot, and yeah. that was just like it got me through. It was super fun. Um. And shortly after that, it I John's life easier. Yeah, I just you know I I didn't have a whole lot of contribution. You show up, say the right name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I helped out here and there. Yeah, one, you a- did. one asked. You did. I knew my role. Seating charts right. and yeah. such. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stay in your lane. Stay. In, Stay yeah, in your exactly. Lane. Yes. I didn't have any. Yeah. 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 So like shortly you have after no that, power here. right? Shortly after that, I'm like, this kind of like, I didn't seek it out. It came to me and. It was someone I knew, and I was like, oh, they're intriguing. And, oh, a little caveat, though. They are not Catholic. Dun, dun, dun. Like, me, who, like, not this means... Not all Protestants so- are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I never said they were bad, Cameron. I did not say they were bad. Just- not ideal. What? Not ideal. <laughs> not for the marriage relationship, right? For someone who it matters to yeah. very deeply. I- well, Some it- people make that work. Well, Perhaps I mean, like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, like, uh, That's true. like Catholic, Lutheran marriage. But my dad did end up becoming Catholic after, like, there was open 30, 28 years, 30 years. What year was that? Anyways, but I know what you're talking about, what you're getting at, because you've done all this, like, praying and journaling and writing, and it sounds like it's very important to you. Yeah, super you know, important. So it's like, oh man, here's this great guy. But and that was the thing oh, too. You're this like, is like this thing. Oh, they're super great. What do and I they do? They love God and they're super strong in oh, their yeah. faith. Oh yeah. And that's the part that it was like right at the beginning. It was like we're not going to convert each other. Mm-hmm. Is kind right. of the, I guess maybe like, in my heart, and I shouldn't hope this. I should have just known better. Again, hindsight, like, don't try to change the person. Right, mm-hmm. like. That shouldn't be the intention. It's also not like your job, you know. Like That's true. Conversion isn't a like you can help, like you can guide. Obviously, you can. But God, but it's it's not if, right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So yeah, that happened, and the the thing that you know he kept saying was you know let's focus on the ninety five percent that's the same and the five percent whatever, but you know being the adamant Catholic that I am, I'm just like yeah, but like. What about all these things? And it, it just got to the point where I'm like, I'm defending myself a lot. And it got mm. a little bit like, you know, heated at times. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this probably is not the best thing. That's something you don't want to fight about either. No. You know, no. it's like, and when you're two passionate people about each of your beliefs, like, 
you don't want to fight over that for the rest yeah. of your life. Well, and it was gnawing away at me. It was it was definitely gnawing away at me because I'm like, can I handle this? Could I deal with this? Is this something I want to do for the rest of my life? How about children? How would that look? You know, I don't know if that's best for them. And it just, you kind of start thinking of all these hypotheticals. And at that point, it was good to be thinking about that. But important like, hypotheticals. Right. For right. the rest of your life. Right. <laughs> like, we baptize children. How do they get raised? You know, father figure super important. I know you guys talked about that a lot in the show. Like, had he been, would he have been a good father? Probably yes. But I really value the the education and the formation of the Catholic Church. Like, that's what I grew up with. And mm-hmm. it really means a lot to me. So. Right. Unfortunately, that didn't work out. And, you know, I was like, okay, I I feel like I need to connect more with my Catholic faith and, and all of that, which was good. Um, but then it led me maybe all the way to the other end of the, the spectrum. And, uh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys laughed. Thanks. Um, I, you didn't I laugh. I did not laugh. Internally. You no. may have giggled. No, no, no. Okay, well, anyways, all right, so, yeah, so, um, had dated a, after that, um, someone who's Catholic, but definitely practices the more traditional, um, sense of the faith, and, you know, it's a beautiful thing, like, I have nothing against it in the sense that, like, it's, it's really beautiful, and, um, it's just a great expression of the faith, um, but, we have the Trinitine, right? Right, the Latin Mass? The Latin Mass. Yeah. Right, sorry, I should be more specific. I'm just, I know yeah, we, you guys know. we know, but no one <laughs> right. else knows. <laughs> right, that's fair. I'm like, mm, I, I know what you're getting at. Right, right. Um, so it, it felt amazing to be authentically Catholic again. Um, there's like a super rich beauty in, in that tradition, but, you know, it just, it, it wasn't me. And I like, I was definitely trying to make it me. And the one thing I could tell was that like, okay, shouldn't I after having experienced the exact opposite of this, shouldn't I be feeling like this is, you know, this is the pinnacle. This is like the best because I just experienced the complete opposite. But it was like, I don't know if I'm really like one being myself and two, like, am I really, I don't know. Was I experiencing that relationship with God? Like, did I feel loved by God? Mm. So that was something. And um, I think I kind of came out of that feeling like I wasn't a good enough Catholic woman. And that that really messed with me, I will say. Like, yeah. super messed with why do me. You th- why do you think you felt that? I think there's a stigma. And whether it's legit or not, I, I don't know. Like, just from my exposure to it, like, you got to be, like, this perfect Catholic woman who has a ton of kids and veils at mass and doesn't have a job outside the home and um yeah like all of that kind of thing oh like wear super long skirts and just you know no skin at all and like i don't know you guys know me like i'm a modest person kind of as yeah a rule to begin with but it just felt like but that's not good enough and like Mm. I don't yeah. know. It was, it mm-hmm. felt a little bit of a clicky vibe, but right. I'm like, eh, I don't. know. And it's not to say that, like, I think we should say this with like a it definitely doesn't caveat of like, <laughs> of there's nothing wrong with like modesty. There's nothing wrong oh, no. with great. yeah, no, m- well, yeah, but yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with like being a stay home mom. There's nothing wrong. No, there's a lot no, of beauty no. and a lot of things like that. Um, but I think I know what you're getting at. Of like, it's just there's also nothing wrong with like you working 
and or like you not want like being open to kids obviously we should be yeah but like it's diff a lifestyle that i think that you didn't vibe with you right right and like just kind of feeling like <laughs> what is that I don't um, know what that was. just kind of vibes. feeling like good vibes vibes good, good vibes. vibes yeah but like feeling like okay like the whole nfp thing and i was just like Hey, NFP is important. It is super important, but like not everyone necessarily believes that. And I'm like, hmm, I kind of like it. I think it's a beautiful thing. That, that so, is the correct method. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's go on the record. That's, that's the only idea. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and natural family planning is phenomenal. It's good stuff. It's very it is, beautiful. Yes. I mean, not it. that I would know from personal experience. No, but like, yeah. you, you know of what it is. Right. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But like, I just kind of like, I lost motivation in my job because I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to have to like just lose the job and stay home with the the kids like all the time. And like, I was just like mentally preparing for that. And again, like you said, nothing wrong with that at all. If that's what you do, nothing wrong with that. But like, you guys know me. I'm, I'm really like driven and passionate about having that, that work outside the home. And I know that when Mm -hmm. I eventually get married and have a family, as long as I'm not somehow called, like Cameron says, <laughs> um, that, you know, that will definitely scale back because, you know, the children are definitely the, the most important part when you weigh the two. Um, but being able to work through that, and I know that I can do that. Um, I watched my sister do that, and God bless her. She is a very busy lady, and she makes it work. And yeah, I know it's a lot, but she does it. Um, and... Yeah, I, I just kind of got out of that and I felt like, oh, I have to like completely change who I am. And it like, felt like God was more of a, a judge than a guy, a God who loved me. And um, I kind of came out of that, struggled a bit with like scrupulosity. And it was just, it was a weird, weird experience for me. So then it was like, okay, now I'm going to go back to the experience that I know and the Novus Ordo and... Um, I'm like, yeah, this is still beautiful and I can still incorporate different things that I learned. Mm, and so I right. can't say it was like a bad experience. And um, I'm going to say this. I don't, I don't know if I can say this, but um, ironically now he's thinking about being a priest, which vocations week, it's great. That's so funny. I truly hope that like that is something that he pursues because if that's where you're called, like you should definitely go for it. Yeah. So um, yeah. And, like, when I came out of that, the things that I, I valued that came out of that were going to confession more regularly. Mm-hmm. Once I kind of overcame the scrupulosity part of, like, oh, goodness, wait, like, do I need to go? Is that moral? I don't know. Is that moral? I don't know. So, like, you start panicking about all these things, and you're like, wait a minute, hold up. God loves you. And, again, going back full circle to my mom, mom helped with that a lot because <laughs> um, <laughs> we talk about everything. But um, the other person that really helped with that was Father Ben. And um, just kind Shout of from that... Ben. Shout out, Father Shout out. Yeah. God first father. first guest. Kid you not, like, not that he needs another sister, but he was literally, like, a big brother to me. Like, yeah. for real. He's a cool guy. Super cool. Um, So he helped a ton in, like, talking to me, um, helping me kind of, like, make sense of life um, and the whole situation. And, um, yeah, it was kind of, like, after that struggle of getting back to me, 
I got a hobby. John, my brother-in-law here, told me, go get a hobby like making candles. And what did I do? I started yeah, making at... Yeah, she started making candles. Not actually, though. I worked at Grace, but they <laughs> I was going to say, there. where did you start doing this? And why haven't <laughs> Wait, I thought you? Yet? I thought you've helped out making those. Or no, you got, I you haven't know. done candles. I did oh, like okay. lotion. Oh, lotion. Okay. Like, I mean, it's uh, like... It's not the same thing. No, it's, it's not. not. the same. But in yeah. theory, I did what you said and I took yeah. advice and it was great. I was great. like, do something fun. Yeah, and it got yeah. back to, like, it helped me get back to using my gifts here at the parish. So, focused more on cantering for Mass, coming a door, um, Life Teen, mm-hmm. still doing Life Teen. So, that's where I am now. And, oh, my goodness, I love it. Like, first, I didn't think I would. I started with John. Like, yeah. We did it together. I kind of, I mean, I, I, kind, I, was, I feel like I, I kind of helped too. you a little bit. Yeah, to, Cameron was there, too. I feel like I kind of also encouraged and pushed you to do it a little bit, too. I don't know. To an extent. But I will say, Elizabeth like came to me and said yeah. hey i think you'd be good at this and i was like you know what i'll do it i'll do it she does not say that to everybody just okay so that's oh. good to know <laughs> she does not say that to everybody but you are good well, at it. it was fun it was fun uh leading uh small groups with you that was really fun good times kevin jerome the monkey sock sock monkey sock yeah kevin jerome's still there kevin jerome he's been missing we'll have to find him like the kids he's have somewhere. missed him he's somewhere yeah he's somewhere around here but um yeah, so, no, it's so great to see the kids and um, see them grow. In fact, um, one of my, well, not one of my, but, like, two of the girls there, like, I've definitely gotten to know as they, I think mm-hmm. they were freshmen, Emma and Aria. Yes, name drop my Can I? in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Freshman, yeah. 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 Been freshman. They're freshman. Freshman. Yeah, so um, I feel bad. Shut up. It's okay. Okay. We can maybe edit out. We didn't say their last name. We're fine. Okay, that's good. But yeah, um, just like watching them grow and like grow in their faith and grow in being friends with each other and how they like they don't seem super clicky like any of them, which for high schoolers is awesome. A really good group this year. Super good mm-hmm. group and a lot of kids too, which is great to see. But awesome to see super awesome like imagine what we had that first year like yeah double that maybe triple nice that. it was great wow that's awesome yeah so just watching them grow and like connect with the lord um sometimes it's huge sometimes it's like oh it's a little bit of a struggle like figuring out we had to go through the bible <laughs> like last year that was we adjusted and gotta start somewhere though you know yeah. but it was good so um Do you know how you can start with the bible Bible in your podcast. The Bible in your podcast. <laughs> yes, we had to drop in had to. at least one. Father Mike Schmitz. Good stuff. Catechism in the year coming up. Uh, yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be awesome. So I, what I think is, uh, and I was kind of reflecting on you, you and I mean, John and I have been around for all of that. Yeah, all uh, of it. You guys are my all, big brothers. I appreciate you. Not all the dudes. It, not a lot of guys. But your past couple of relationships, you know, like we've, we've, been there we have yeah. watched them from their like beginning mm-hmm. um to their end um and watched you kind of struggle through a lot of a lot of things and I learn think, yeah and learn um something that i notice is and you kind of mentioned that it's very easy for you to morph to yeah. try to be like the person that the other person wants you to be and while that is i mean not necessarily something that you should do um because it you know but no well i'll say it but like it betrays who you are yeah um because it's not who you are mm-hmm. um, it's not sustainable either no and right something that i did notice 
throughout all of it is your willingness to sacrifice for people that you love. I like that way of putting it. Sounds way better because because it 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 wasn't really a it wasn't a question. You know this. um, I think you got a you got a bad shake with with the with the more traditionalist ideals. Um, That is not true everywhere. Um, No, it's not. Don't get me wrong for sure. But um, how you were willing to? I love you. I love this guy these are the things that I'm going to need to give up to choose him. Mm-hmm. And you're already like reconciling with that ready to sacrifice because I marriage is all about you know, John, you're, yeah. you're married. Marriage is about choosing that person every single day mm-hmm. yep. and being ready to sacrifice at a moment's notice for the betterment of the other person. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, love is really willing the good of another at the, at the expense of, of ourselves. Right. For for dying to ourselves and how ready you were to sacrifice for those that you love mm-hmm. is good. There there's there's definitely something there for sure. Well and from that too, sorry to segue from it, but like I said, how like Father Ben Stuber helped me get through like a lot of this, there was a homily he had, like not long after this happened. Like and I'm talking to him like, well, help me, like, what am I doing? Yeah. Okay. So it was the reading um, where you usually can like take out the brackets and the uncomfortable part about wives be submissive to mm, your husbands. Right. That one. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Oh, scandalous. Yeah. So Ephesians, right? Ephesians 5. Ephesians. Yeah, Ephesians 5. Yep. Yep. I was wanting to say something, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to like get that wrong on here. That would be really awkward. Um, but yeah. So he like says like, ladies, like if you're, if the person you're with like yes like wives be submissive right but like the men have technically the harder job in this right like they have to sacrifice their lives for you like lay down their lives for you like just as christ laid down his Mm -hmm. life for his bride the church Mm -hmm. and he like just looked up to the crucifix at hi or wow that threw like throwback you can say holy innocence (laughs) that just tells you that my parents grew up in this my mom did but um yeah, the Waldo site. He looked up at the crucifix and he said, just like that. And it was like, boom, like right. it hit me. And I just had a smile to myself because I'm like, that's exactly what I was missing, what I need. Like, mm. that's what I need. That's a sign of a good homily. Yeah. yeah. You and you, you think I can the, still remember the it. priest has has crafted this. He's talking to me. <clears throat> yeah. Like, that yeah. is the sign of a good homily. Absolutely. Uh, Father Mike Schmitz actually talks about it in the Bible of the Year. Like huh. Jesus's teachings... You know, all of them we can say Jesus is talking about me. And that's always the good, like a good indicator of a good teaching is that the teacher is talking to you mm-hmm. specifically. Yep, definitely. Even though they're talking to everybody, it resonates with you. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I will definitely always remember that. But yeah, I think coming out of it, like finding myself, finding like... I don't know, finding good friends, being with you guys, um, getting more motivated and passionate about my job again, like just, you know, finding myself, that sounds so cliche the more I like say it, but yeah, just like knowing what I want and not compromising, um, obviously not in a selfish way, but like not compromising my values and what I'm looking for. Um, and so like, you know how they say like things happen when you're not looking Mm. and, um, 
although John, you were kind of helpful with this. But, <laughs> um, just on like Captain Match again, found one day, and I was like, oh, okay, sure, we'll give it a shot. And sure enough, found someone. Um, and don't jinx it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this guy, so uh, don't yeah, don't screw, it. <laughs> don't screw it up. <laughs> but you know, like finally feeling comfortable to be like complete yeah. me, completely myself, and mm-hmm. um, being equally um, footed in the faith, and um, has an awesome family who also very much cares about like their Catholic faith too, um, and they're actually friends with Father Gerardi, which is super cool. It's um, pretty neat. That's probably a good friend to have in your corner. So, um, yeah, just, I don't know, super great. And then, you know, one thing I found out, too, is, like, you know how, like, I kind of struggle with the scrupulosity piece. And, like, okay, bring it back. Like, go to confession regularly, but don't panic about it all. And um, eventually kind of just whenever talking about, hey, what are you doing today? On Wednesdays, be like, hey, went to confession, then going to live tea and all that. Hope we had a good day and, and all that. Well, like eventually he's like, Hey, you've always said you go to confession, so I think I'm gonna go too. And I was mm, like, Nice. Okay, I won't say no to that. And he's like, you know, it's it's honestly been a while, like practice every week, go to mass every week, but it's been a while. So um got he, he went and now we go like once a month together and it's a really great experience yeah. and a good habit to get in. But yeah, it's just kind of like finding someone who shares that same value. You can be totally yourself. Um it's just it's good it can be really hard to date in like modern day culture super um, weird it can yeah. be super weird and uh but it's always good to i always i don't know if people ask me john how you know how do you know this is the one how do you know laura was the one it's like well you know you because you, you want to raise each other up you know and then mm-hmm. and, and you know i think when i watch you uh with current guy won't well, drop his name but yeah current guy <laughs> uh thanks cameron you, you you're raising each other up and i think a lot of you, that comes from uh, i don't think that you would be able to do that right now if you hadn't gone through those things totally so like agree. i've i've, I've oh, stressed yeah. this all the Easy. time with yeah, you I'll and that. is that um every single thing that you've gone through is happened for a reason yep you know and every relationship whether it be Longer or shorter has been a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> we joked about the the like the guy that was the the Catholic bash like the one time, yeah, or whatever. But I remember um, that learning lesson was like, there's people out there because like it was like there's nobody out here. It's COVID. Nobody's dating. I was like, no, there. You just one on one. We just know he's not <laughs> the only one. So we know, you know, so everything's a learning lesson. So it's good to. Hey, those then, were uncertain times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't know. <laughs> Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Uh, and just all the uncertainty. <laughs> Gotta use the buzzwords. Yeah. No, it was, it was, yeah. So, I mean, that was, yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is you've, you've, you've taken every single relationship of as a learning experience and it's, it's really led to where you are now. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's always, you've always kind of, You've always dated with a purpose. Yeah, that's, that's why I like. Also, really, you figure things you know, out quickly. You date, you date with, uh, with. If you're gonna date, yep. you're gonna date with marriage in mind. Yeah. Yep. Because that's why you do it. Yeah. Exactly. Boundaries right. are important. Totally. Yep. Labels are important. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our culture doesn't quite understand that I, I either mean, of those you know, things. I only. I mean, I was one for one, so 
I only did one Catholic girl, and that was it. So, crushed it. Crushed it. Betting crushed 100. It. <laughs> betting 100? <laughs> 1,000? No, 100 is bad. Betting 1,000? Oh, yeah, betting 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, betting, that's like one for 10, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that that's day with, date with a, a purpose. Yeah, um, totally. And it's not like, you know, that's not saying every relationship you get into, like, you, know, you think, oh, this is it. This is the one right. I've already, I've yeah, don't already do married him in my head. Because um, that's also you, blinding. That's so blinding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're a little yeah. guilty of that. Oh, 100%. I won't <laughs> deny it. Like, no, I won't deny yeah. it. Yeah. But also imagining what your life would be with that person as your spouse is, is a good, mm-hmm. it, it's a good thing Had to Had I not done and, that, this could have been over a couple times about ago. As well. Right. I think yep. it's important. Definitely. For sure. Amen. That, <laughs> that was really great. Uh, thank you so much, Julia, for, for coming on and, and sharing your your story with us, for talking to us for 40 minutes before we start up recording. Yeah. Um, it's been, it, is, it has been, I started the show saying it, and I'm going to say it again. It's been a great joy to to watch you grow up in the past couple of years, and I know I'm only six years older than you are, <laughs> right? But trust me, you definitely feel like what? But just seeing you from where you were, um, you know, through because like I mentioned, like John and I were around for all of that, you know, for you know talking you through your Good thought times. processes, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think you moved as fast as. We would have liked you sometimes, but it's all good. It's all you know, good. Got but, but I've I've watched your thought process change in the way mm-hmm. that you process your emotions and the way you process your thoughts and the way that you pro- process your relationships. It's been really cool to see, and it's definitely um, you definitely made me very proud. And I, you know, hope one day, you know, we get to have joy in you know in a, in a wedding uh, that That'd that be pretty neat. Your wedding, not one of ours. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. John yeah and I, no, hope I, we, I hope we just died. Been there, done that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so I, I look forward to that day. I pray that it, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. That's a, You gave us a lot of information. You were very thorough. Thank you so much for coming with notes. That was very cool. Um, you come prepared after, I don't know. Is it part of my job? I don't know. Gotta have notes, you know? Notes are, notes are important. Yeah, those are you're a note person. You're I a totally am. Person. I need to. I expected you out. to have the notes, yeah. so I was like, if she didn't, that'd be weird. Yeah, because it wouldn't be her. Going off the cuff, man. <laughs> uh, don't like it. I gotta be prepared. But you're you're definitely a planner person. This is good. You know, funny thing, I was gonna say, like, because you were saying you've seen me grow. I back in life team, there was like, a question we were asking in small group. But it was like, who do you trust the most? And like I actually oh. said, John and Cameron, and the the kids knew you guys obviously. Like we're obviously, no Cameron. Right all the time. But no, <laughs> humbly, humbly speaking, humbly. But no, I was like, no, because these two guys are like super honest with me. So honesty is good. Honesty is good. You know, have yourself some people in your life that like are good sounding boards. Don't ever go into anything alone, especially like a relationship. You need good, trustworthy people that you can yep. have as soundboards. So yeah, thank you guys for being that for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're welcome. Get Saudi boards because 
They tell no. it like it is. We don't want the conversation to be any longer than it has to be. So, <laughs> even though I feel like we've had some like really long conversations with Julia, like this especially one? when it's the same conversation over and over again. <laughs> wow, oh. that's not wrong. Zing, that's not wrong. But we, it's we're always there though. You are. Yeah. We're always listening. So if you would like to be like <laughs> <laughs> Julia, maybe you don't. I wouldn't uh, blame you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I'm and you like <laughs> to be on the show, or you want to write us, John and I, with your problems, and we'll tell you yeah. what the answer is. Highly uh, recommend. What is the um, the national column that is the the national? Oh. Dear Abby, Dear Abby. Dear, or yeah. there's Delilah. Uh, oh, that's she's like the, the radio, radio version. There's Delilah. Yeah. What's no. it like in New York City? <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> I was thinking she like uh, runs it out of her basement. Do you know. I have no idea who you're talking about. You um, don't know who Delilah is? Who are you, man? Turn it on on your way home. It'll be on. Delilah. I'm going to not I'm gonna listen to sports talk yeah. radio on the way home. That's fair. It's all these people <laughs> who call in and they're like, can you play yeah. a song for me? I just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. Yeah, all right. It's all like, right, have you seen the movie? You. Like, I think it's like Sleepless in Seattle, right? Probably. Something like that. It about right. It's a Tom Hanks movie, and it's essentially that, where he like calls in, and the guy's like, here's some life advice. It's like it's you that's do that Delilah. voice very well. I haven't seen that either. <laughs> I, I feel like they do the Delilah intro pretty pretty decent. Oh, I was thinking plain white tees. Yeah, they're. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's what it's based anyway. on, but <laughs> uh, so send us your problems and um, <laughs> we'll get back to you. Yeah, uh, we'll have Julia write a response. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like to be on the show, you can uh, email us at humblyspeakingpod at gmail dot com. Uh, we've got I think two more guests. Uh, before we take a hiatus for the holidays mm-hmm. um, it's going to be great we'll have one episode in December early December and that'll be it um, then we'll take uh, maybe a month or two off for the holidays yeah kind of read. we might get back to you and see where we see where we're at you make it, you make it sound like you're not coming back <laughs> never coming back no I'm else. saying like well no I'm coming <laughs> back for you John <laughs> oh my gosh alright <laughs> so, awesome uh, so send us an email if you'd like to be on the show um, pray for us Pray for Julia. Pray for vocations. Pray for vocations. Vocations for sure. Uh, Ask that young person in your life if they've considered priesthood or religious life or the consecrated single life or marriage. It's important to even think about pray for marriage. Pray for holy marriages. Uh, Please pray for us. We are praying for you. Uh, Praise be Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.